What's up, y'all? <laughs> I hope y'all warm. <laughs> I hope y'all warm because, man, it's cold, y'all. It's cold. The Arctic Blast has finally uh, come in. And, uh, man, uh, I ain't lying. I uh, mean, I got I got mittens on. Man, I got my Carhartt. You remember the Carhartt? Man, them jackets, man, they, you know, them Carhartt jackets, man, they, you know, they, they a pretty penny. But they worth it. So Nancy got mad at me because I got me a Carhartt jacket. She got mad. You don't need. You got another another jacket. Uh, I said yes, dear. Yes, dear. But I made sure. See, what you do, y'all? See, when you when you wife, you gonna get something. You got to make sure you get her something too. So I got her something, right? You know what I'm saying? That's how that's how I do that. Anyway, it's cold, y'all. So. Uh, Arctic Blast is in full effect. I think it's like 29 right now outside. It was this morning when I got up and checked the pipes and all that kind of thing, man. It was like 13, 14, 15, 16 degrees. Then I had a pipe that froze. I had to, I had to go get the, uh, uh, her hair, her, what you call that thing? Hair blower. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, uh, hair dryer. I had to go get a hair dryer and, uh, put in some work. Uh, on that on the pipe this morning but anyway welcome welcome y'all another edition of crypto christ podcast i'm your host yuri komash laquette and uh it, as it's always a pleasure man um man i might have an opportunity coming from you virgin so i don't know if y'all know about you virgin you virgin is like uh, a christian app uh a bible app or whatever that um basically what happens is you there's all different types of um <laughs> podcasts um 
Uh, let me see what else is on there. Podcast is on there. Bible studies, et cetera, et cetera. And they have like what's called a verse of the day. And so the verse of the day is a sister or a brother. You know, you, you click on it and they talk about a particular verse or whatever. And so I submitted, man, and they responded. And so, but I, I, I needed to get more professional in it. That's what they kind of was giving me some pointers on how to do it. So y'all keep that in your prayer. Um, hey, man, thank y'all. Thank y'all. I, I thanked several uh, countries last last week. Uh, and so this week I want to thank them again, man. You know, Portugal, Germany, I'm not going to be silly, though. Uh, thank y'all all across America and the nation, uh, United States, those who are listening, man. Thank you, those in Texas specifically. Uh, and, man, you guys just keep praying. Keep praying, man, that uh, at the end of the day, the uh, the podcast is is uh, will be available behind the walls. Uh, that's that's the ultimate goal. Um, we finished we finished uh, questions for life. And so I got another thing right called instructions for life. That's what it's called. It's called. So, you know, the questions for life at the end of the day, we know what that is. You know, think about these are questions that at some point you need to ask yourself. Right. But but I've got another one called instructions for life. And I didn't write I didn't write these. I got these from from somebody. I don't know. In the penitentiary uh, out of a book or out of some encouraging magazine or something that I read. Right. And so I wrote them down. And so I think that we'll do that next, um, perhaps. I don't know. I didn't want to hit you with it right now because we just got out of a 10 week thing, you know, you know, you know, questions for life. So now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just kind of go off the cuff uh, and, and do some things, man. It's just some journal encouragement. <clears throat> Excuse me. And uh, and uh, I got some quotes. See, one thing I love is good quotes from people. Good quotes and just find the meat in the quote and make it applicable. Make it apply to your life, you know. So I think that's what I'm going to do today. Pass a little time, but uh, the uh, next couple of weeks, perhaps, I'll start instructions for life, and then uh, and uh, I don't know how many it is. I might have it with me. Let me see. Yeah, I got it right here. Instructions for life. It is eleven. Oh, oh, it's thirteen of them. Man, so that's thirteen weeks. <laughs> that's thirteen shows. Uh, and 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 the last question is always is always uh, very, very important. All right. So uh, instructions for life. We'll do that. Maybe we'll do that in the up, upcoming week or so. But for right now, I uh, hope that everyone is warm. Uh, if you're listening to this in the penitentiary, I hope that you're warm. Hope you got you an extra blanket. Uh, and if you're outside listening to this, then I, uh, the same, the same. I hope that you're OK. Make sure that you wrap your pipes and make sure that you don't spend too long outside uh, in the cold. You know, get back in, man, uh, and just drip, drip your water. Make sure that inside, inside of your, uh, inside the house, you know, you know, in the kitchen or in the bathroom, open up, open up the cabinet, open up the cabinet at the bottom so some heat can get up in there. You know what I'm saying? Uh, anyway, so it's just a little things like that that we live and we learn. Then, you know, let me get an example how we live and we learn. So, you know, it's cold and the pipes is froze and stuff is froze. You know what I'm saying? So we doing everything we supposed to do. Well, man, I, I get an inkling that I want to wash. You know, I've been I, I got a new uh, a new little it's a it's a Bissell. Uh, it's it's a vacuum and a steam mop. Oh, God, I love it. I love it. I love it. And I love the mop. So it, it's it, you can vac. you know, you have to vacuum your floor and then and then mop, man. 
I can do both at the same time. So, so I'm vacuuming, I'm mopping, I'm doing the bathroom. And I tell Nancy, I say, Nancy, I'm going to wash these rugs, you know? So, man, I get the rugs and I'm going to wash. So, man, I, I, you know, I put the rugs in there and put some other stuff, little, little, little towels at Charlie, you know, when Charlie P and I clean up, you know, and, and uh, uh, some dirty towels and so forth. So, look, next thing you know, I hear water. <laughs> uh, next thing you know, I hear water. <laughs> it's water backing up from the, it's water backing up from, you know, where that, you know, that hole where you put, put your drain, you know, the back, the back of your washing machine that go in the back of that hole. Uh, uh, in the back of the in the in the wall where it drained out your house, man. I guess it's something in there froze. Cause man, that water started coming. I had to clean up water, and here come Nancy Sue. She mad at me, you know. So yeah, I learned. I li- we live and we learn. It's part of life. Um, let's man, man, man. Let's talk. Let's talk about something. Let's talk about something. This first quote, man. I want to give y'all. Is by JFK, right? Kennedy, right? Here's what he said. Here's what he said. And and if I don't if I don't know who said the quote, then then I'm, I'll just tell you I don't know. You know, if I said it, I'm gonna tell you. But I'm gonna give whoever credit who is whoever supposed to go to. So this this was recorded from JFK. Once you settle for second, that's what happens to you in life. <laughs> Eat on that. Once you settle for second, oh, you know, it's all right. You know, it's okay. That's what happens to you in life. You become second in life. We have the ability. We have the ability to move forward in life. We have the ability to accomplish all kinds of things. It don't matter. It don't matter, you know, who we are. I think I've told this this story before. I, I, matter of fact, I know I have. I usually tell it when I'm, when I'm speaking to to kids or to an audience, we all have value. And, and even though we did time, even though we've committed some crimes, some of us, man, we did time in the penitentiary. We still have, and we still have, we still have value. Okay. Uh, even though some people might look at us as a second, uh, secondhand citizen or, you know, second class citizen or whatever, whatever the term is, you still have value. So if you see yourself and you settle for second best, or you settle for second when you have the ability to make it to first, when you have the ability to, to, to keep going and accomplish things that you want to accomplish in your life, you know, then that's what you're going to be. You know, in the penitentiary, man, I could have just got my GED, man. I see so many men, man, look here, man, man, you got folk in the penitentiary, man, who've been in GED class for 25 years. <laughs> Did y'all hear that, man? L- listen to me. Listen to me, 25 years, just passing time, just, you know, you know, getting out the cell, go get some AC. I mean, if that's what you want to do, man, you know, that's on you. But, man, get your GED, man, and then do something else. And then do something else and then do something else. People trip out and they look at me like they they look at me like I'm a zebra when I tell them I got an associate's degree in prison. What? You got a college degree in prison? Yeah, yes, sir. Yeah, yes, ma'am. Yes. Yeah, I did. You see what I'm saying? Don't let it. And I used to tell the guys that when they want me to sing for GED graduation, I will tell them, what you going to do next? So you got your GED, man. Praise God. Now what you going to do? What you going to do? What, what are you going to accomplish next 
And that's that's what I receive. And that's what I get out of this quote. Once you settle for second, that's what happens to you in life. You just become second and you just say, oh, okay, you know, nah, man. And that goes for out here in society and it goes for, uh, um, you know, behind the walls. You know, and I'm just thinking about something right now. So when I got out, I went and auditioned at The Voice in Reno, Nevada, and I also went to Dallas and an audition for America's Got Talent. Okay, I didn't make neither one. <laughs> I didn't make neither one. That 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 allowed me to stop and say, "Oh well, I didn't make it." Man, I ain't trying to hear that, man. Man, God blessed me with a, with a group of men uh, in Dallas, Texas, man, uh, that are assisting me and helping me in my music as we speak. So, I, I, uh, uh, man, look here, the stuff that I'm playing. Uh, as intro music, man, that's, man, I ain't, they, the voice ain't had nothing to do with none of that. America's Got Talent ain't had nothing to do with that. Like my brother Mark Wage told me, man, you do your music and that's what I'm going to do. Because I'm not going to, I'm not going to settle for second. I'm not going to settle for second. And, 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 and me, that's how I see that. I'm going to keep going, man. I'm not going to let nothing stop me. Okay. So you have to have that mind frame, uh, guys. Simple as that. Uh Let's look at another quote. Now, I got this written down. <laughs> I got this written down from somebody named Big Dallas. <laughs> big, big, big Dallas. Where you at, Big Dallas? If you out there, Big, Big, Big Dallas. I don't know. I don't know who Big Dallas is. All I know is I got the quote and, and underneath the quote, I wrote down Big Dallas. And I, you know what? I think my brother. Man, and my brother. Brother Davis, I think Brother Davis gave me these quotes, man. This looked like his writing. Let, let me tell you what. Let me tell you what it say. When you get your attitude right, you can handle anything the world throws at you, even life in prison. Mm. Did y'all hear that? When you get your attitude right. You can handle anything the world throws at you, even life in prison. I believe that Charles, Brother Charles Davis gave me that. I think Brother Davis gave me this quote. When you get your attitude right, you can handle anything the world throws at you, even life in prison. I have seen men in prison with life and you can't tell they got life. Because they have the right attitude. Number one, majority, if not all of them, have surrendered their life to Jesus Christ, which that in itself gives you peace. It makes you have peace with God because, you know, prior to us coming to the Lord, man, we was enemies. Straight up. That's what the words say. We, were, but, but before we surrendered our life to Christ, we was all enemies. OK, so that reconciliation uh, or that righteousness us surrendering our life to Christ brings us back into right standing with God through Christ, right? So off the muscle, your attitude is going to get right. It don't happen overnight, but it happens gradually. Your attitude is going to get right, right? And as you mature as a man or a woman, you're able to see life for what it is. And I remember when that began to happen to me, I was a very anti-authority uh, in prison, I was very anti-authority. I hate the police. I'm gonna riot and and man, I don't been beat up by the police so many times. I'm sprayed in the face with pepper gas and 
I mean, it is what it is, you know, and I and I relished. I, I, I loved being known for that. You know, yeah, yeah, don't go Yuri, boy. Boy, that, boy, that, boy he a fool. Look at that Yuri. You know, yeah, Yuri is a fool, right? Right in sick. <laughs> right in the hole. X Wang in, you know, okay. So, but but here's the deal. I begin to get my attitude right. And I remember it started with basically understanding and realizing that whatever I did behind these walls in the penitentiary, man, I wasn't going to win. I wasn't going to win. I had to realize that, man, I can beat the police up, man. I can, I can, man, I can try to hurt them. I can do this. I can do that. But at the end of the day, they still got me incarcerated. And then they're going to incarcerate me inside of incarceration. They're going to put me in a jail inside of a jail. And I ain't going to see no light of day. That's what's happening right now in the Cofield unit uh, with them brothers, man, uh, in Super Seg. It's like eight men on the Cofield unit, man, in Super Seg. Okay, they in, they in a prison inside of a prison. And you're completely at the mercy of the of the administration. Now, at the end of the day, man, the Lord can move hearts. And he does and he did and he and he continues to do so. But I had to come to that realization that, man, I'm not going to win, man. I can raise all this ruckus. I'm st- I'm not going to win. I'm still locked up with this 50 year sentence, man. So where are you at on that? If you're not in prison and you're outside, what kind of attitude do you have? When you get your attitude right, you can handle anything the world throws at you, even life in prison. OK, there are things going to happen. See, the thing about a fallen, we live in a fallen society. We live in a fallen nature. We live in a fallen society, man. It's going to be cancer. It's going to be glaucoma. Man, look, when I begin, to, when, when, when the spirit of the Lord began to mature me, when the Holy Spirit began to mature me, when the Lord Jesus Christ began to mature me in the faith and as a man, you, you can handle glaucoma. <laughs> yeah, I, I got glaucoma. Yeah, maybe I'll go blind. But you know what? One day, man, I'll be able to see with new eyes. I believe that with all my heart. You have to get into that place. Uh, anything that the that, that gets thrown at me outside here, I can say, oh, yeah, you you gonna get mad. You get mad, but when you when you know what the word said, Jesus said, He said, look, look, look. Here's what the Lord said. He said, in this world you are gonna have tribulation, but take heart, I've overcome. So when you know that, and you receive that truth in itself, and you receive that. Man, you can handle anything that life uh, uh, throws at you, even life in prison. And and I will say that, you know, it's, with Nancy Sue, you know, she wants to, she's been with me uh, inside the prison when we go and speak. And, I, and I, I, always, I always encourage her to have something to say that can, that can encourage everybody. Because, you know, she had, you know, she had said one time, you know, you know, I'm going to tell the guys that when they get out, you know, you know, and and what she was telling them was right. But I had to tell her, Nancy Sue, some of them ain't getting out, unfortunately. So you got you have to know what to say to that demographic. And so what I will say to that demographic is that you can live free in Jesus, even behind the walls. If you devote your life to him, he will sustain you. He can even open the doors miraculously. But you have to you have to plug into that truth. Simple as that. So that was a uh, that was Big Dallas. Somebody named Big Dallas. I have no idea who that is. When you get your attitude right, you can handle anything the world throws at you, 
even life in prison. So the takeaway from that is, man, look at your attitude. What's going on with your attitude, right? Let me read another one. Oh, it's from my boy. Oh, I shot the sheriff, but I did not shoot the deputy. Yeah. If something can corrupt you, you com- you're corrupted already. <laughs> it's from Bob Marley. I was going to try to do a, a Rastafarian. Hey, man. Hey, man. But I can't. I can't. I got to think about it. Bob Marley, he said, if something can corrupt you, you corrupted already. <laughs> think about that. If something can corrupt you, you already corrupted. You corrupted already. That, you know why? Because it's in you to do it. It's in you. You ain't got if you if if something can corrupt you, if you make a compromise or something, man, it's already in you. It's already in you to do it. I understand what he's saying. If something can corrupt you, you're corrupted already. What he's saying is either you're gonna have integrity or not. You're gonna have integrity or not. And this is this, you know, little quotes like this really resonated with me, man, because, man, I was a low down, dirty, low down dog. Man, I'm going, man, look here, man. Before Jesus, man, I'm going to steal your wallet and I'm going to help you look for it while it's in my back pocket. I'm going to snatch your purse, ma'am. I'm so sorry. I'm going to, man, I'm going to rob you. I'm going to go into 7-Eleven or Tootin' Totem or Pick and Pack or Shop Right or Ralph's or uh, 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 H-E-B. Nah, I ain't going to go into H-E-B because I, well, I wasn't going into H-E-B back then. Alperson, Skaggs, Alperson, Homeland, Safeway. I'm going to rob them blind. Man, I was corrupt. I was corrupt. I was not taught that way. I was not taught that way. After Jesus Christ, I surrendered. Then he began to show me integrity. He began to say, you're you one raised like this. And he began to show me what integrity was. What is integrity? Integrity is doing the right thing even when no one is looking. We don't need an audience to do the right thing. Hey, everybody. Everybody, I'm doing the right thing. Everybody, well, look at me. Look at me. It don't work like that. When no one is around to see you, what you're doing, you do the right thing anyway. That's integrity. If something can corrupt you, you're corrupted already. Let me give you an example of that. Integrity. You get too much change. You take the change back. Hey, y'all, you gave me too much change, ma'am. Something, you being charged something, uh, something costs $20, but they're trying to charge you $8. You bring it to their attention. No, 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 no. This is, uh, this is $20, not $8, ma'am. That was unheard of for me. But after Jesus, that's what he will do. He will clean your life up. The word of God is like water. It'll wash you clean. It'll wash you. And so that's what that's what I take. That's the takeaway from what, what Bob Marley is saying right here. If something can corrupt you, you, you corrupt it already. But in Christ, there is no corruption. There is no corruption. And so who you plugged into? Hmm, you corrupt it. What you going to do? What you going to do? Especially if, especially if you finna come up for parole or you want a new position at, out here in, in society at your job, what, what you going to do? And sometimes we'll go against the grain. You know, I told a story. I often tell a story. Uh, I was already in Christ uh, for several years. <laughs> I 
I was already in Christ several years. And so as a peer-to-peer educator, we had a little we had a little office upstairs in, in the schoolhouse on Beto. And uh man, I was up there by myself and I looked inside of a drawer for something and I seen a pen. Ooh. Man, I'm y'all, man, I'm a pen fanatic. I love pens. I just love to write. I love the way ink smell and in, 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 in the page. I love I love to write. That could come from almost 30 years of writing, you know what I'm saying, in the penitentiary. But I seen this pen. I say, man, who pen is this? And I took it. I took it. I took the pen. I know it didn't belong to me, but I took the pen. And then I looked around. I said, oh, this is my pen. I'm going to take it. But the whole time I knew I was wrong because the spirit of the Lord would beat me up, punch me in the gut. Bow. You, you know that pen, ain't you? What, what, what's wrong with you? And you know what you know, the Holy Spirit told me? You're you still a thief, boy. You still a thief. And I said, no, I'm not, Lord. And so the Holy Spirit said, I know you're not, so go take the pen back tomorrow. And I took it back. Corruption. There is no corruption in Christ, man. And once you come to the knowledge, the saving knowledge of, of the Lord, man, your, your mind and your thinking will begin to change. Simple as that. Let's move on to the next one. Let's see what I got. Oh, it's a, it's a bunch of them on this one. Success. Okay, so I don't know who these, but I don't know who who said these. I don't saw these somewhere, and I wrote, man, I got so much stuff I brought out from the penitentiary. Man, I got, man, I got a bunch of content, man, for y'all, man. Listen to this quote. I don't know who did it. I don't know who said it. Success is readiness for opportunity. <laughs> Success is readiness for opportunity. Success is readiness, is the readiness for opportunity. I could not come out of prison and have a podcast unless I learned and read about podcasts. I could not have come out into society and stand before an audience and speak and speak to kids if I if I hadn't been ready for those opportunities. So instead of wasting my time behind the walls, man, I read books, I learned, I made I made uh, uh, use of my time, which allowed me to get out of the penitentiary and be successful. See, I don't need nobody to tell me that I'm successful. Oh, you're successful. See, I feel like I'm successful. I don't need another person's standard of success to be given to me. Well, if you look at Yuri, he's done this and done this and done that. And uh, that uh, that measures his success. No, man, I measure my own success. I'm successful, number one, because I'm in Christ and not a Grape Street Crip no more. And a thug, I'm successful because, man, I have a good, beautiful wife and a good marriage. I don't desire no other woman. That's why I'm successful. I'm successful, man, because, man, I love the word of God. And, man, I have a regular law-abiding life. I'm successful. I don't have to look over my shoulder at the, for the police chasing after me because I got a crack sack. Right? So your success might not look like my success. See, but see I feel like I'm successful. I'm, I'm, I'm past the recidivism rate. The recidivism rate says that, uh, and, and, and let me just stop. I boast in the Lord. I ain't boasting in me because I could not have done none of it if not but for Christ. 
Therefore, that's who I boast in. Right. Man, look here, man. The recidivism rate says that 90 percent of individuals will be released from prison. 70 cent, 70 percent or more go back within three years of release. So where does it start? It starts with education. It starts with educating yourself, realizing, man, what you're doing is just not working. And then coming to the saving knowledge of Christ. Success is the readiness for opportunity. Success is the readiness for opportunity. If I not, if I don't practice singing, do re mi fa sol la ti do, do re mi fa sol la ti do, do da 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 Okay, if I don't practice, when the opportunity come, hey, you already need you to sing. I ain't gonna be able to sing because I don't practice. If I don't learn how to read, when the opportunity comes for me to do something, man, I ain't gonna know what to do because I haven't educated myself. Success is the readiness for opportunity. So, guys, wherever you out or you inside, what are you doing to be ready for the opportunities that will come your way? The Lord will bring opportunities your way. How will you handle them? Here's another quote. I don't know who it's by. Bloom right where God has planted you. <laughs> see, see, I had to learn this one now. No, 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 no. Let's take it back. When I, when I surrendered to Christ 2008, August 23rd, 2008, man, I got on fire for the Lord, man. I want to talk to the gangbangers and I want to do this and I want to do that. And so 2008, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, by 2013, uh, I founded Active Frontline Ministries, which now today is Crypto Christ, right? But back then it was Active Frontline. And, and, and my cousin Jerome, he's the one that really came up with it. And I asked for permission to use that Active Frontline, Frontline Ministries, meaning we were individuals when we were a part of the set who were always on the front line. So now in Christ, we still on the front line, active in the front lines of telling people about Jesus. Right. So, man, about 2013, man, I want to try to talk to youth and I want to try to get out. And I want to I want to sing and I want to and I want to and I want to I want to get at the at risk youth. You know, man, I need I, there's a way that I need to try to get out. I, uh, well, I don't come up for parole till 2018. <laughs> I don't come up for parole till 2018. It was 2013. Right. And here and, and here, here's what here's what the Lord told me. Here's what the Lord here's what the, here's what I felt the Holy Spirit speak to me. Yuri, there's at risk youth right here on Beat 01. Talk to them first. Yuri, I know you want to sing, but before you sing out there, be joyful in the Lord and sing in the chapel first. See, I had to learn how to bloom. Where God had planted me. Was it always easy? Absolutely not. Right now, I live in a little town that has about 425 people in it. Little bitty church. I love all of them. I love them. But it's small. And when I first got out, man, it killed me, man. I'm like, man, this, man, I'm used to, I'm used to L.A., Tampa. Dallas, you know, big city, Houston, man, I'm, man, 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 I'm, man, I'm, man, I'm, man, a little bit of it, ain't nothing going, ain't nothing happening right here, 
And, and, and man, only thing they, only thing they got going on is, there's a tear in my beer. I'm crying for your dear. You've been on my lonely mind. That's the only thing going down right here. I'm like, man, you know, on the road again. Just can't wait to get on the road again. <laughs> That's the only thing. Man, ain't got no, ain't got no smooth jazz. Man, ain't got no, ain't got no, ain't got no R and B. Got what they got? That's it. Man, ain't got no recording studio. <laughs> you know, church, church, church don't got no drums. You know, I can't, I can't say who am I that you are mindful of me. That you hit me when I call. Is it true that you are thinking of me? Man, I can't, I can't. Oh, I got this. Oh, they sing hymns only. Oh, okay. And the Lord taught me how to bloom right where he had allowed me to be planted. And then I began to see the opportunities come. Okay. So with you, it's the same thing. Bloom where God got you. Oh, you want P. Wayne? Oh, man. Oh, you want all red unit? Oh, man. You want Robinson? Oh. You want Ferguson? Oh, okay. Oh, man, you on the north side? Learn to trust God and to bloom where he has allowed you to be planted. Do the best you can wherever you are, man. Until your circumstance changes. All right. Let's look at another one. This is from Lisa Messenger. Man, I have no idea who that is. That's that's the name I got wrote down, y'all. Lisa Messenger. Wow. From being selfless and doing things with integrity. Extraordinarily things will happen. Okay, hold up. Let me get the context of this. From being selfless and doing things with integrity, then we just get through, get through talking about integrity. If I'm not mistaken, me and you just got through talking about integrity. I did not know this was coming up. From being selfless, what is that? Selfless. Don't worry about yourself, man. Help somebody else, man. Quit worrying about yourself. Help somebody else, man. From being selfless and doing things with integrity. What did we say integrity was? Doing the right thing even when no one is watching. Extraordinary things will happen. <laughs> wow. From being selfless and doing things with integrity, extraordinary things will happen. I've seen that in my life. That's not easy to understand. I mean, that's not hard to understand. Do things the right way. Be selfless. Concern yourself with helping someone else. And watch what God will do. He will do extraordinary things, man. I'm here to tell you that I testify that that is the truth. I think, man, let's look at one more, man. Mm. This is good to end with. This is good to end with. Oh, man. Wow. Wow. 
you know, I'm going to end with both of these. You know what? I'm, I'm a, I, I got two different quotes. I got a quote from Madam C.J. Walker in, in African-American history. She, I believe, was one of the first women, black women, millionaires. Uh, it, it, it was uh, hair products, like different things for black people hair. Look what she says. I am a woman who came from the cotton fields of the South. From there, I was promoted to the wash tub. From there, I was promoted to the cook kitchen. And from there, I promoted myself into the business of manufacturing hair goods and preparations. I have built my own factory on my own grounds. Don't sit down and wait for the opportunities to come. You have to get up and make them. I got my start by giving myself a start. Man, take encouragement in that, man. Get up. Write down your plans for your life. Make a vision board. Envision yourself being better than who you are now. You can do it. The things that I'm doing now, man, I thought that I would never do way back in the day. But then when I made up my mind, man, I'm going to go. I'm going to be a motivational speaker. Man, I'm going to have content. I'm going to be a teacher. I'm going to sing. I did everything I need to do, man, to get it done. And I'm still doing it. Let me give you an example. Let me give you an example. Medina, Texas, there's a little old town called Medina, Texas here near me, right? And I saw a brother on my phone. Every now and then I go on my phone and, and, and clear out numbers or, you know, contact people and just let them know, hey, I love you. You know, what's up? How you doing? And I seen a youth director. Now, I've been seeing the name of this youth director on my phone. I don't know, for the past, I don't know, two years. When I first met him and he first gave me his number and some said, you know what, man, I'm going to call him. I'm always crying about wanting to go speak to kids. Well, here I got I got this brother right here on my, on my phone. So I call him. I text him. I'm like, hey, uh, hey, bro, you got anything going on, man, for, you know, for the Christmas season, New Year's, you know, with the kids? He responds immediately. No, yeah, man, we got a program, man. We'd love to have you come down. See how easy that was? See how easy I see I could have I could but see I could I could have just waited around and waited for him to call me. Nah, man, like this lady right here, Madam C.J. Walker, man, she made opportunities. God has given us the gift of our faculties, man. He's given us the gift of, to get up and move around and be able to think. And so that's what you have to do. You have to use what he gave us. Simple as that. So now, you know, I think March, I don't know, I Somewhere in sometime in March or I'm going to speak to these kids. Maybe before then I have to look at the calendar. But see what I'm saying? I had I had to I had to have the gumption to get up and get it done. And you can do the same thing. I ain't nobody special. Sometimes I get I get frustrated. Oh Yuri, Yuri. Nah, man. You can do the same thing Yuri doing. You just have to make your mind up. Man, I'm gonna end the show with this, man. I'm gonna end the show with this. In the end, I don't know who this quote from. Uh, I don't know who this quote is from. It says, in the end, we all become stories. What will yours be? Man, in the end, in the end, we all become stories. What will yours be? Now, think about that. Think about that. In the end, we all become stories. When we die, we all going to die. 
All of us. What are people going to say about you? What did you do? What did you accomplish? Who did you encourage? What did you do? What did you do? In the end, we all become stories. What will yours be? I'm going to end on that note. Uh, Man, as always, man, love you guys. Um, Thank you for those outside of the country that are uh, taking time to listen to the podcast, man. All those uh, in the country, man, the United States, man, thank you. Man, I love you guys, man. Uh, If you're part of this Arctic blast, man, y'all be careful. Um, Stay warm, stay wrapped up. Um, Man, that went so fast. Man, that went fast, man. I ain't do nothing but a couple of quotes. And it's all, we we have 40 minutes already. So I think we'll do that again. I still got some quotes. Let me look, let me look. One, two, three, four, five. I got five more. I got five more for next week. And then, and then, and then maybe we'll do instructions for life. I think that's good. I think that's good. That's going to be 13 weeks, maybe give or take. Man, we love y'all. When I say we, Nancy Sue and I, we love y'all, man. Nancy, love y'all, man. Uh, man, God bless you. God bless your family. Wherever you are, Father, I, in the name of Jesus Christ, Lord, I just pray for your family. I pray for your safety, your finances, any and everything that you got going on. Lord, I ask that you just bless them. If they're listening to this behind the prison walls, Lord, sustain them and bless them, Father. Protect them. And if they're listening to this outside prison walls, do the same, Father. I lift them up to you in Jesus' holy name we pray. Amen. Amen. I love y'all. All right? Love y'all. We'll see y'all next week. Uh, until then, man, uh, man <laughs> we love you. I'm trying I'm trying to think of something slick to say. I'm trying to think of something slick to say to sound like a professional broadcaster. But uh, nothing comes. So we love you. I'm going to let this music bump, man. See ya. <laughs>